0: Gentlemen, start your engine. More than sheens. More than sheens. More than sheens. More than 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 sheens. Welcome to the Days of Thunder NASCAR
1: Podcast with Cruz. Hey, hey, thanks for joining me for a new episode of the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. I'm your host, Cruz. Hope you're having a great week, and I hope you enjoyed the race on Sunday. So we're going to go over the highlights from Indianapolis and the Verizon 200. We'll also talk about that upset winner and lots of news from the garage. We're also going to look ahead at the race this weekend at Watkins Glen. The green flag is out. Let's go for it. Time now for your race day rewind. Well, what did you think about the race at Watkins Glen? I enjoyed it, but I really like road coursing in the Cup Series. A lot of right and left-hand turns. But let's go over the top five that I had from the race on Sunday for the Verizon 200. Starting at number five, no rain. Well, at least for the Cup Series. The Xfinity race was delayed due to lightning. You know, the Indy road course is one that the teams can actually run the weather tires on but they didn't have to use them for the Cup Series on Sunday because there was no rain in sight. So it was nice to not have any delays or postponements due to, well, the rain following the Cup Series around like it has all season long. Coming in at number four, AJ Almondinger. Now, I'm not sure what's going on with Kullig Racing, but for the longest time, AJ was the driver to beat in the Cup Series when it came to a stop at a road course. This season, though, It's been rough for his 16-team, including a very frustrating run and a few spins on Sunday. Now, I thought AJ would land in the top five at Indy, but he and the 16-team had a race I'm pretty sure they'd like to put in the rearview mirror, finishing 26th. Now, not only was that a bad run for him, it did not help his chase hopes, losing a lot of points on Sunday. Maybe AJ can rebound this next week at the Glen, but we'll have to wait and see. Number three, no cautions when it comes to stage completions. Not really sure how to word it other than that, but here's the deal. NASCAR decided that when it comes to road courses that they would stop doing the cautions because it just dragged the race out longer than it needed to. So basically when a stage is complete, the winner for that is announced and the teams just keep on racing. I like that. And it throws some pit strategy in there, which helps with the race flow as far as not having to stop. So yeah, I like that. I applaud NASCAR for doing this. I was a little skeptical when they first announced it a while back, but again, it works out for the road courses on the schedule. Coming in at number two on the list, Chase Elliott. Now he really needed a strong run to help build momentum and keep his chase hopes alive. That nine team has struggled since the start of the season. Elliott's been injured. He missed a bunch of races. He was suspended for aggressive driving. So he's on a winless streak, which is rare for Chase Elliott, but he can still make the playoffs at this point though. He's going to have to get a win to get in to the top 16, but that number nine team had a really strong run at Indy on Sunday, finishing second, just one spot short. But the Cup Series returns to the Glen this weekend, where Chase will be a contender and he'll possibly get that first win of the season and in to the top 16. But we'll have to wait and see. You know, this season has been pretty crazy. And speaking of crazy, coming in at number one, Front Row Motorsports. The first ever stage win for Michael McDowell and Front Row on Sunday, which is pretty wild when you think about it. And you don't have to go too far back when Front Row Motorsports was struggling not only to finish races, but you know what? They would show up to the track and just start and park the car. Fast forward to the last few seasons, Michael McDowell and that number 34 team has come alive. They've won the Daytona 500, made the playoffs, and they keep being in the top 10 conversations. I mean, they've been in the top talk as far as the chase all season long. Michael and his team making the playoffs again this season with the win on Sunday. But keep in mind that he wasn't 25th or 20th in the point standings. He's been right there in the mix in the top 16 for a long time now. So he's officially in with that win on Sunday. A lot of people calling Michael's win an upset, but team's been grinding for quite some time now. So whatever you call it. It was a very cool win and a very popular one for sure. And now that number 34 officially in the playoffs, looking to battle for a championship. The top five from the Indianapolis road course, Michael McDowell winning the race, followed by Chase Elliott. Daniel Suarez, who really needed a good run. He would have been up there fighting for the win if he hadn't had that pit road issue. Tyler Reddick at number four. Number five, Alex Bowman, who also really needed a good run. Now, the point standings, Martin Truex sitting at number one, followed by Denny Hamlin, William Byron, Christopher Bell, and Kyle Larson. Now, here's where it gets interesting, the Chase-Bubble cutoff. Now, Bubba Wallace is at 14, followed by Michael McDowell, who's already in because of his win. Ricky Stenhouse right there at the line. Daniel Suarez looking to get back in, along with Ty Gibbs and Chase Elliott, who is pretty close. I still think he's going to need a win to get in, but yeah that that number 16 spot is getting really tight here's what michael mcdowell had to say about his big win on sunday
2: i think that it just shows how strong our team is right it's one thing you know if you're restarting sixth here on a green white checker you fire it in there and you steal a win right that's not what we did today and what we did today is we had the fastest car and we won and i think it says a lot for our race team and and what we have been able to do and what we've been able to build on. And, you know, this next-gen car has really helped us on the road courses. And last year, we were close. We weren't a race-winning car, but I felt like we were a top three to five car. And we have just built on that and built on that and built on that. And, you know, at Sonoma, I think we had a shot at it before we hung that lug on that last pit stop. I mean, there wasn't a lot of people talking about it, but we were the only one that could run with Martin and felt like, hey, we're pretty close. If we execute and do everything right and hit it right, maybe we can actually go and contend. But yesterday was just different. When I unloaded yesterday, I felt like, yeah, we're going to be contenders. And if you just look at practice, we are the fastest in practice, fastest five lap, fastest 10 lap, fastest average. And I woke up this morning nervous. I really did. I don't normally wake up nervous. I was anxious feeling like i think i have a race winning car here and i just gotta go do my job and not look like an idiot and um thankful we were able to do it
0: it's the nascar cup series playoffs at kansas speedway Ozark's Best Country 1051, the Bull and Swing Ride Golf. What a send you there! One lucky grand prize winner will snag a pair of tickets and pre-race passes. You and a guest could be on the infield for the driver introductions, cruise pit road, and up front for the pre-race concert starring Thirty Eight Special. <laughs> Sign up today at Swing Right Golf, TheBull1051.com, or simply text SWING to 4178631051 to get instantly qualified to win. It's the NASCAR Cup Series Playoffs Hollywood Casino 400, September 10th. Get more info and tickets at kansasspeedway.com. The most contests and the most winners are on your nascar loving at the Ozarks' best country radio station, 1051, The Bull. <laughs> NASCAR
1: News Now. Well, a couple of familiar sponsors making their return this weekend at Watkins Glen. One of those is Sugarlands, who's going to be showing their new Ego brunch in a jar on Ricky Stenhouse's number 47. This is going to be pretty good. I'm going to look for this in stores. Also, Siemens is returning to sponsor Martin Truex, a full sponsorship on this car. At the Glen. Now, Siemens has worked with JGR since 1999. They've been a longtime sponsor in the sport, and it's good to see them back on a race car. And Kyle Larson unveiling his 2024 HendrickCars.com Indianapolis 500 and Coca Cola 600 paint schemes. These are really nice. They are partnering with McLaren Racing. For the sponsorship at both races, these cars look so, so good. Super excited for this race. Now, Kyle is going to be the fifth driver to do the double. That list includes John Andretti, Tony Stewart, Robbie Gordon, and Kurt Busch. So that is super cool and looking forward to that next season. And Kevin Harvick revealing that he has been racing with broken ribs. So this kind of came out in an interview over the weekend. He was in Italy with his son, Keelan, who was racing go-karts over there, when he says he fell on some stairs and he's been hurting ever since. So he's been racing pretty good for a guy with some broken ribs, but we do want to send a speedy recovery to Kevin Harvick. And finally, you know, everything going on with Legacy Motor Club this year, they are basically switching to Toyota next season. Noah Gregson, he was suspended indefinitely. Well, he's asked for his release from the team and they have granted it. Now, there will be some subs for the rest of the season, but the big rumor is that John Hunter Nemechek will be going to Legacy Motor Club to fill that seat next season. You know, John Hunter has been incredible in the Xfinity Series this year with Joe Gibbs Racing and with Legacy switching to Toyota next season, it makes sense that they would want him in that seat. So some changes coming for Legacy Motor Club next season. And personally, I feel like it's for the best as far as their moves, because they have had a horrible, horrible season so far.
0: This is your Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast.
1: We're well, looking forward to the Cup Series making its return to Watkins Glen. Yes, two road courses in a row. I love it. Some people hate it, but I'm a big fan. It's the Go Bowling at the Glen taking place this Sunday. Green flag, 3 o'clock. You can watch this on USA. USA. Now, the top performers, I think Chase Elliott's going to keep his momentum going, along with Daniel Suarez. And I think Denny Hamlin's going to have a good run also. My dark horse, Harrison Burton. He's kind of been flying under the radar for a number of weeks, and I think he is going to have a great finish with that number 21 Wood Brothers team. Well, thanks for checking out the new episode of the Days of Thunder NASCAR podcast. Really looking forward to the race at Kansas Speedway coming up in less than 25 days. It's going to be the Truck Series, Xfinity, and the Cup Series. All those are going to be playoff races, by the way, which is going to be wild. I mean, the race earlier in the year was crazy. Ross Chastain, Noel Gregson getting into a fight on pit road after the race. Denny Hamlin wrecking Kyle Larson to win. You don't know what's going to happen at Kansas Speedway. So be sure to join us for the hollywood casino 400 and get your tickets at kansaspeedway.com. don't miss out well i hope you have a great rest of your week be sure to keep up with the podcast at the days of thunder uh, facebook page that's where i share a lot of news regarding you know silly season and all kinds of fun stuff so be sure to keep up with that have a great one we'll talk to you soon
0: We're listening to Cruise and the Days of Thunder podcast. Find out more NASCAR info at thebull1051.com.